Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Thursday, August 4th, 2022. And today we are reviewing, I think, only the second scary movie in Within the Lines history because I'm a big wimp. And it wasn't even that scary. I don't even think it's a scary movie. The movie Nope. Yeah. I I don't know. Even the other one wasn't like it. It was kind of scary, but it wasn't like our other scary movie that we've reviewed. Oh, Last Night in Soho. Yeah. No, terrifying. Not really. Like, I think most people would consider that like a... A thriller? Terrifying. Uh, I, I don't know. Both don't feel like scary movies. And I spent the last 30 minutes of last night in Soho, maybe not 30, uh, just almost completely covering my eyes. Yeah. Um, what about this? This film, I didn't really cover my eyes once. I actually kept a closed eyes counter. It was only like five times. Um, every time I thought there was a jump scare, I would close my eyes or look away or something. And Fuck yeah. Think happy thoughts. But uh, Love that. Never felt, this movie to me, I felt similar and maybe not even to the same level. But I felt similar as when I saw Joker in theaters and just felt a little uncomfortable in certain scenes. That's fair. Yeah, but I don't not, dis- not even to that level, but Yeah, I don't disagree with that same kind of same alley. Yeah. Yeah. A thriller. Mm. You know, it's it's a thriller. I see a lot of people comparing it to signs, which I don't really fully get. I feel like it's just like, oh, an alien movie that's kinda like another alien movie. I don't feel like they're very similar, but it is what it is. Yeah. Our first Jordan Peele movie that yes. we've both seen. We have not reviewed Get Out. We have not reviewed Us. Those look way too scary for me, yeah. so I stayed away from those. So this is my first foray into the Jordan Peele hype train. Well, let's see what you thought about it, Jay. Let's get into the show. 60% of the time, it works every time. Don Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. I don't feel so I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Okay, Ty, before we jump into the review, two things. First, I mentioned Joker. Um, Literally today, the day we were recording this, Lady Gaga announced that... Lady Gaga, as I like to call her, actually. Oh, um, do you? Announced (laughs) I'm sure everyone loves that. (laughs) Announced, uh, put a teaser, she is confirmed to be in Joker 2. uh, The official title, what was it? Joker Folie Adieu? You're the one who took French, not me. Joker Folie Adieu. Fuck yeah. Folie Adieu, I don't know. Um, Musical. It is a musical. It's going to take place primarily in Arkham Asylum. I don't know. I'm a little excited. 
I like the idea of making it a musical because I feel like you can't. I mean, when they made the first one, they were always like, "We're never gonna make a yeah. sequel," and of course, they fucking changed their mind. They see those fat ass paychecks. This almost feels like a spinoff, less than a sequel, though, because they're just like completely going into a different genre. So I don't hate it. And first movie was about Alfred. This movie about Joker. Alfred was that his name? What the fuck was his name? Alfred's the butler. He was. Uh, I know. What what's Joker's actual name? Fuck. Uh, Are you sure it's not Alfred? No, it's not Alfred. That's that name's used. Arthur. Close enough. Alfred and Ar- Arthur are cousins. Arthur Arthur Fleck. They're cousins in the name tree. Um, no, but I'm excited because you can't really remake, not remake, but you can't really make a sequel to the first one, because like and have it be the exact same movie because then it's gonna just kind of feel like more of the same. And the whole part of the first one is his slow turn to you know, the sadistic side. Now he's in that sadistic side, so they're going to have to tweak it a little bit. Lady Gaga is probably going to thrive in this. <laughs> what? <laughs> so casually, it's terrible. <laughs> she's probably going to thrive in this. I mean, she's a good actress in the stuff she has been in, and I saw one tweet that said she's going to, like, out-method act Heath Ledger, and she's going to actually dive into a pit of acid or whatever, whatever the Harley oh. Quinn origin story is. Wow. Um, Fuck yeah. I'm surprised Jared Leto didn't do that when he was um, the Joker, but... I'm excited. I feel like they could do some fun things with the whole musical dynamic, making it uncomfortable, utilizing Lady Gaga's, you know, voice voice, and I'm sure she'll make a song for this and she'll win an Oscar. And what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix will win an Oscar. So it'll be exciting. Fuck yeah. I yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um I don't really know what to expect. I don't know what to think. But I'm sure it'll be good and it'll be fun. I wonder it's probably gonna be some sort of like romance. Like the story of their love or whatever. We're we gonna get like you know what it? West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet, but in Arkham Asylum. Two year early prediction tie. Fuck yeah. I will not remember this. Actually, no. I might. You won't. Joker's gonna kill her at the end. That's gonna be like the shock turn. Oh. They're gonna like fall in love and everything, and then he's gonna fucking murder her. Okay. And he's gonna <laughs> whatever. However, he laughs. How was that Joker laugh? Not good. I think that was a good Arthur Fleck no, laugh. No. Alfred Fleck. Nope. Um. I don't think that. I don't think they do kill her. So I hope you're right because then I can be like, wow, Jay, you were right. <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah. And we'll completely forget about this. 100%. Probably. Yeah. Um, do, now, we get, do we get more Batman? Any sort of rap? Because we had Thomas Wayne in the other one. You got to see little Bruce. Parents are dead. I don't know. Fucking what's his name's coming back to the other Batman movie. So who knows what DC's going to do. Yeah. Do we just get another Batman what's actor? What's his name? Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Um, he's coming back. What is he going to be in? Aquaman 2? Yes. Nice. I'm so excited for that. And then they fucking scrap Batgirl after completely filming the entire thing. <laughs> I even put it on HBO Max. I, I don't get it. I, what I, are they doing? That's they haven't been scared to put out bad movies before. My only guess, and this is my only, and this is someone else probably made this argument. I did not get this from someone else, but just my only guess is they re-signed. They were expecting Ben Affleck to not be Batman anymore. Maybe they re-signed a multi-movie deal with him, and maybe he's going to finally get a movie. Because may- maybe this Batgirl movie was going to establish, like, a non-Batman, you know, maybe they would have killed off his character off-screen, or they would have wrote him off and had Batgirl be the new Batman, essentially. You know what I mean? That's my only logical guess why they would just be like, yeah, we're not going to release this now. Because it would completely conflict with Affleck's, you know, movie deal if he signed one. Because the-, the news of that, sorry, I... Sorry. The news of that came out a week within each other, so it's not – it has to be connected somehow. Maybe – I don't know how you spend $80 million and film a movie just to be like, you know what? Never mind. Like, you already have the Snyder Cut where you, like, 
went back and created a film for this universe that doesn't tie into the main timeline. Like, just release it on HBO Max and be like, hey, we're going a different direction. This isn't canon, but here it is. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's DC, Ty. What What do you expect? It's incredible. They're so fucking bad at everything. They've... Everything. Made, like, two good movies. And yet, somehow, The Flash is still coming out with Ezra Miller. I think currently on the run from the cops? <laughs> uh, he's got a lot of controversy. I don't... I don't think it's controversy. I think he's a criminal. (laughs) I think he needs to be in jail. You're right. You're right. It's like underage sexual shit, assault, public, uh, public, what is it? Indecency. Indecency. He's just racking up a fucking laundry list of shit. Yeah. Bad person. Yeah. Man, there's such a funny tweet. And I'm not going to be able to find it. But, um, yeah, it's just they've, they've done like two good movies, maybe three, and... They just, I don't know, like one of the good movies, Shazam, it seems like they just completely ditched the whole thing that made it work. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, here it is. Oh, no, no, it's not. I mean, they fucked, Wonder Woman was good, and they fucked up that sequel, so I, even though I like Shazam, I don't have high hopes. Yeah. I'm hopeful, but I don't have high hopes. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... And it's I there's other stuff like they're pulling stuff off of HBO Max like HBO Max is in general seems like it's not doing good and like yeah. some of the originals are getting pulled and stuff like are, is Peacemaker season two just gonna get canned Peacemaker I I don't think it's absurd to say that's probably the best thing they've made No I think that's fairly I think that's accurate I think it is the best thing they've made And are they just it gonna seems, can it It seems like that's one of the things surviving but they're doing like the Discovery and HBO Max merger. Mm-hmm. And I saw something that said that they're going to stop working on scripted projects <laughs> for HBO Max, which would be Peacemaker and all those shows. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. HBO Max has like the best catalog of shit out of almost any of the streaming services. You think so? It's fantastic. Over Disney Plus? Well, I mean Disney's got all the Marvel stuff, so I'm like obviously I lean and Star Wars. Yeah, like, I'm going to lean towards the nerdy stuff there. But, like, in terms of just, like, how broad and all the different shit. You can watch HBO Max is up there. It's incredible. And now they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I think they're, like, middle of the pack in terms of streaming wars, too. Like, I think they have subscribers. I don't yeah. I don't get this. I don't get this one bit. And it bums me out. <sighs> there was a funny fucking tweet, and I can't find it. I wish I liked it. It was, like, someone put, like, if Warner Brothers brought bought marvel or whatever and it was like the timeline of like the first phase of the mcu and like how the movies released and everything and it was just god damn it sorry again it was just so fucking funny because it was like making fun of you know jumping all over the place yeah. and shit. yeah awesome <laughs> love that um it was like yeah this captain america civil war came before the first captain america or whatever it was <laughs> like it was just it was ridiculous stuff but i don't know they can't do anything right i mean they they do the the batman yeah. Oh, that's that was one of the jokes. Is the last movie in the thing after all the Avengers movies was the Iron Man, and then it was like Star, like not connected at all to the mainline MCU, but still better <laughs> than every other movie they've made. Fuck yeah. And I don't even know, like, yeah, obviously Warner Bros owns that, but like, how much? There's obviously like a DCEU group, and then a, a the Batman group, and I don't know. And then Sony fucks everything up with Morbius, and they're probably gonna fuck up the M- Madam Web movie, and they're probably gonna fuck up the Craven the Hunter movie, and they're probably gonna fuck up a bunch of stuff. Which I know this isn't a Marvel podcast, but I was actually watching a new Rockstars video the other day. They were they were predicting the uh, the timeline of the future MCU projects, and um, there's a rumor, and I, I know this is a long withstanding rumor that Sony has to make a Spider-Man movie like every two years or something like that to keep the character. 
Okay. So that would mean we'd get another Spider-Man movie next December. Uh, I think they have some open spots in the next phase. Uh, there was like, are we already? Are we gonna get Spider-Man four? Uh, maybe. I I don't know if Tom Holland. I I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I don't know if they'll branch off and put someone else in the other universe. I feel like my prediction now. I've changed my prediction a lot. Tom Holland yeah. doesn't want to do it. Uh-uh. What they're gonna do? They're gonna bring animated Miles Morales into the Sonyverse. Oh, to make him go yes. with Morbius. Yes. And I think every Vulture. I think everyone would hate that. I would too, but they're probably going to do it. I think everyone would hate that and it would be incredible. <laughs> do you put it past them though? No. <laughs> That's what really like fucks with me cuz I'm like, god damn, I love Spider-Verse. It's an yeah. incredible film. <laughs> yeah. How do you make that and then make Morbius? Cuz it was Sony Animation. It's different. Sony Animation's I actually guess. got some bangers, Ty. Yeah, but like you don't think the same like producers are working at Sony Animations and Sony? I don't know who produced Into the Spider Verse. If uh, John Watts or not John Watts, but who's the girl that's like involved in all of them, like even the Sony ones? I don't know. I don't know if she was involved in it. Um, there's also the one guy who everyone hates because he's kind of the reason why Spider Man's not in Marvel. I know. I don't know his name, but he, I don't know if he was involved into it. But I don't know. I, I know who you're talking about. Ari- Amy Ariata. Pascal. She Ariata. was Amy Pascal's the girl who yeah. did all the producing on the and Avi Arad. Is that who you said already? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two guys. Two guy and gal. Yes, they were in into the Spider Verse. So I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. I just don't understand how you just have like a couple of really good hits and then you just fuck everything else up. Yeah, I wish I could tell you. Sony animation though, before we get into nope, I just want to point I just want to give them credit where credit's due. They got a lot of misses. But they got some good ones too. Fucking rapid Vivo. Fire. Remember I, that movie? I, I never saw it. I don't know if I've ever even heard of it. I think Lin Manuel Miranda did the movie. Um no, but they got the Mitchells versus the Machines, my favorite animated movie of all time. Yeah. They got Spider Verse. They got the Hotel Transylvania movies, which I don't know if you've seen them, are actually not that bad. I don't I don't dislike them. I've seen I think the first two. They're decent. They're decent. I watches. know people love Surf's Up. Surf's Up fucking Great film. Film doesn't get enough credit for how good it was. They also have the Emoji Movie. Ooh, that's like <laughs> that's bottom of the barrel film. Um, the Angry Birds movies. Have you seen any of those? Are those good? I enjoyed. I've only seen the first one. I enjoy it a lot. Really? Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's pretty fun. And then the really bad Smurfs movie. They did that one as well with uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that movie. No. Pretty bad. Pretty okay. Bad. But they got some stuff, and then they got. Spider-Verse coming up June 2nd, 2023. we got a year for that, Ty. Um, do you want to get into the Nope movie review? Let's do it. Before we do, actually, Ty, Okay. I have something for Let's you. Let's wait. Oh, God damn it. I closed my tab. This is like Hold a, on. Like a gift? Is it an article? We're going to... Discussion. A, a, an old segment is returning. Oh, let me try and think. Ran Rotten Tomatoes movie. No, why would I do it this early? Yeah, we do it every episode. That'd be a real curveball. And it's not a returning. It's It already happens. I mean, it returned from last week. Um, Trivia time with Tyler. Oh! Forgot about this segment. Let's fucking go. My brain's not... Hold on a second. Let me take a drink while I uh, get my brain ready. Okay, I gotta... I'm gonna skip these. Okay, well, I'm gonna pick good ones. I, I wanted to prepare these beforehand, but I forgot. But I'm just gonna do it on the fly here. So okay. here's the game. I'm going to give you five either-or questions. Is there courtesy like a, of either.com. Is it a right que- like is there a right answer or is it opinion okay, based? Well, let me explain. 
I'm going to give you five either-or questions that pulled the people of the internet. Since we're reviewing the movie Nope, you have to pick which one you think more people said Nope to. So you're picking the This is Family you think, Feud. You think you're kinda. picking the one that is least popular, though. Because you're picking the one that more people said Nope to because they said Yep to the other one. Got it? Got it. Yeah. So you're not picking what you want. You're picking what you think the, everyone else wouldn't the, want. Yes, the, the worst of the two. Got it. I'll give you get five. If you get three out of five, you win. I don't. You don't win anything. I should have came up. With I this, already. But. I'm. Uh, we didn't mention. I'm horseshoe champ right now. I had a horseshoe <laughs> tournament. I'm horseshoe champ. Morning on top of the world. You can't give me anything better than. Uh, How'd you spend your hundred twenty dollars? Just wasted it. Really. I, I was, <laughs> some groceries. Some, yeah. Some something food, boring. Yeah. Some lunch. <laughs> Still got a couple like twenties in my wallet. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. First question, Ty. Which one did more people say nope to? Option one, be a superhero, but be hated by everyone. Got it. Option two, <laughs> have no arms or legs, but be loved by all. I think people said nope to having no arms and legs. I think I think who cares if they hate you, you're a superhero. You're correct. 32% Fuck of- Fuck yeah. 30, 68% of people said nope to having no arms or legs, but love be all. Love. That, like- <laughs> This is a tongue twister. Only 32% of people said they would have no arms or legs but be loved by all. Got it. I like having my appendages. Yeah, that's nice. And, like, who cares if people love you? You yeah. know what I mean? Just be you. Don't care about other people's opinion, even if they all think you're, you know, a piece of shit. <laughs> okay, Ty. Option two. Okay. Would you rather? And these are just random ones I'm popping up. Option one. Which? What did people say nope to, more to? A, smell like farts all the time. Gross. Just all the time you smell like your farts. My farts smell delicious, so I wouldn't mind that. Or B, get sprayed by a skunk once a month for the rest of your life. Which one did more people I say mean, nope skunks, to? I mean, skunks. Skunks last. I feel like this is just smell bad all the time or smell bad all the time. You always smell like farts or you get sprayed by a skunk once a month? What smells worse? I... I guess with skunk, like maybe the end of that month, it starts to wear off and you can go out in public and not be judged. I'm going to say people said nope to smelling like farts all the time. Final answer. So more people would rather get sprayed by a skunk. Once a month, as opposed to 24-7-365 of smelling like farts. You're correct. Hmm. Only 23% of people would rather smell like farts hmm. all the time, Ty. I know the people. I know what the people want. Oh, here we go, Ty. I know what your answer to this is. Okay. Would you rather... Before, oh, sorry. What did more people say nope to? <laughs> be four feet tall, okay, or be ten feet tall? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna become very rich if I'm ten feet tall. That means my head is hitting the rim in an NBA <laughs> yeah. Um, basketball yeah, but hoop. You, you might live shorter life. You can't fit anywhere. Think about the vaulted ceilings you're gonna need. Think about how much money I can make being the greatest NBA player <laughs> of all time. <laughs> ten feet. How would you? How would someone even get around? Like, you'd have to have a special car. Just stick your head out of a sunroof. Yeah, no, now that you mention it, I feel like more, like, not enough people are thinking like I am. More people said nope to 10 feet. So you think more people would rather be four feet tall? See, this is coming from a place of you being short. That's why you instantly went with the 10 feet tall. No, I think this more realistically came from my sports brain of being like, if I'm 10 feet tall, no one's blocking me. (laughs) You're literally the size of the hoop, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it's a 10-feet hoop in the NBA. I just have to get the ball to my head. It's just throw it up high. I'm going to catch it. They would just shoot threes, and then 
I mean, well, no, that'd be goaltending. So you say more people said nope to being 10 feet tall. Yes. Also, mm. like tight end? <laughs> you, I don't think you could run, though. Red Your zone limbs offense. Are so long. You're just a red zone offense. They just got to throw it up in the end zone. If you're 10 feet tall. Just put you at quarterback on the one yard line. They hike it and you just. Every time. I think, like, legitimately, if you're that big, you need to look into it. Injuries obviously are an issue because you have, like, five foot of, like, leg. <laughs> yeah. Knees are going to be a concern. Yeah. Um, you figure it out, though. You were incorrect, by the way. More 55% people of people would be 10 feet tall. Wow. So you're two for three, tied. Wow. You just need to get one in your next two uh, to win this. Has there ever been anyone 10 feet tall? Because there's, like, there's people who's four feet tall. No, there's that one guy who's, he's at, like, the um, the Ripley Believe It or Not Museum. Okay. And it's, like, the tallest guy to ever live. Eight and, foot two. Yeah. Eight foot three. Yeah. When was he born? He was born 1918. Oh, here's a good one, Ty. He died before he could really capitalize on his uh, MBA <laughs> career. Here's a good one. What what thing did more people say nope to? Saving Abraham Lincoln or saving JFK? Fuck. Yeah. I don't know, man, because I feel like JFK, like people were alive for that. Right? Yeah. When did that happen? 70s? Late 60s, I think. I'm going to say 70s. I think late 60s. I'm actually pretty confident in 70s. 1963. That's early 60s. <laughs> Um, we're going to go Abraham Lincoln. I think more people would, I don't know, JFK though. People like him, but Abraham Lincoln, like, you Ended know, slavery. slavery. Yeah. Widely regarded by pretty much everyone to be the greatest president in yeah. country history. JFK feels like he was trendy. Yeah. He's just kind of like the cool guy, but like, was he, was he that good at his job or did everyone just like him? No idea. I don't either. I didn't. I think he spoke really well. Yeah. He was very a handsome guy. Yep. And, I mean, he benefited. Very corrupt family, right? Are the Kennedys known for, like, being just terrible human beings? I, no, I think they're known for being. No, I think they're corrupt family, Jay. JFK also benefited from um, the first, like, televised presidential debate. Because, I don't know if it was really? in color or not. Well, yeah, because that was the first. And, you know, he looked all nice and was all whatever, you know, Was that the up. first televised one? If not the first, one of the first. I just know, like, I I read, learned this in one of my history classes that that was one of the big reasons he won. It, like, swung the voting percentage a lot because he was running against Nixon, I want to say. And you know how Nixon looks. He's just kind of, like, grungy. And, Ugly. Yeah. And, like, yeah. so it was, like, JFK all buttoned up, answered all the questions, like, with poise and everything while, you know, Nixon was. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, was that a good Nixon? That was actually fantastic. <laughs> it was really good. Um yeah, it was first televised presidential debate and first televised presidential uh, assassination as well. <laughs> he he marked, checked both those boxes. <laughs> um, I oh, think shit. people would say nope to JFK. They want to say good old Honest Abe. It was uh, Kennedy versus Nixon 1960. So more people said nope to which one? Nope to saving JFK. They more would, people would want to save Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. You're correct, but barely. 54 percent would rather save abraham lincoln what do you mean barely like just because their thing's close doesn't mean i chose the wrong one i'm 100 percent correct not barely no but i'm just saying that it barely itched out okay oh here you go ty last question this is fitting for the movie pod all right and we'll jump into a break after this one i like this one a lot would you rather 
produce a low budget film with your best friends and have the time of your life or that one, no that one so you think more people say nope to the other one yep produce a hollywood blockbuster with people you'd test and make a lot of money <laughs> it's like money jay i thought it was going to be like something non movie related either way i'm getting to make a movie <laughs> yeah so you're either well the question is would produce a low budget film with your best friends and have the time of your life okay so something we could literally do tomorrow yeah or produce a Hollywood blockbuster with people you detest and make a ton of money. For you personally, you got to make a movie co-star starring Melissa McCarthy, your co-director. Oh, no. You have to co-direct with Ben Falcone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or whatever no. the fuck his name is. Look, man, if that if that's the <laughs> but dirty, you're gonna make a ton of money. If that's the dirty work I have to do to make a ton of mo- like ton of money and get into the industry to where I can go back and just pay for our <laughs> low budget films, I'll do that dir- dirty work. I think people are gonna say no to. Uh, to the low-budget indie films. I think they want to make the blockbusters. You're correct. 53% yeah. of people would rather make the Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. Because that, that pays for your indie films, let me tell you. So you'd rather make a movie with Ben Falcone than make a movie with me? You're not listening. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie with him to finance all the movies you and me can make. Okay. And then I'll, I appreciate, I'll that. appreciate that experience so much more because I've seen <laughs> the dark days on the other side. <laughs> Who I, would- it's Who not else like, would be in that? Like, if you had to make a movie, the kid from Artemis Fowl, Ben Falcone producing. I don't know who else you hate, but those are definitely probably Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, Gal Gadot starring. I don't uh, hate her, but like she's a not Gal good. Gadot Melissa McCarthy like buddy cop movie. It's that like, feels like something that like exists <laughs> with uh with the kid from Artemis Fowl being like Gal Gadot's son, and they have to like save his life. It's like the snarky little asshole kid, though, who, like, knows more than both of them. And he's a dick to his mom, and they have a horrible relationship. And then she says something like, I wish you would just go away with your father. But then her, his father ends up being, like, a fugitive, and then his father comes and kidnaps him. And then Melissa McCarthy and Gal – Melissa McCarthy's just her best friend, and it's Gal Gadot and Melissa McCarthy going on a journey to go save um, the kid from Arnold's Fowl from the evil ex-husband who is now a felon. Who can play him? <laughs> Are you referencing something? Or no, is this is all off the brain. Okay. <laughs> so I need a felon ex-husband? Yeah, that you detest. Oh, man. Who do I not like? Let's let's go through our Actors. bad... Let's go through our bad movies, the movies I've given a terrible score to. <laughs> Jared um, Leto, so he can method act. Thunder Force is right down there, so... Uh, Last Airbender, Fantastic Fort, Norm of the North. Oh, the fucking piece of shit, Rob Schneider. <laughs> I fucking Rob Schneider's 100% the ugly and it makes no sense cuz he can never pull <laughs> Gal Gadot. But that's the joke. But that's the joke that's the and, ben Falcone and he doesn't get that it's the joke. He thinks he actually could do it in real life cuz he's a fucking piece of shit. Why do you hate Rob Schneider? Cuz he's a fucking terrible person and he thinks he's so good when he just rode his fucking buddy's coattails. <laughs> oh shit. Well, Ty, that's going to be me if you make this movie, so Yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, that's great. You got four out of five, Ty. Congratulations. Thank you. I need a three out of five to win. Yeah, so you won. Easily. <laughs> Let's get into the review. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, 
because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Two siblings running a horse ranch in California discover something wonderful and sinister in the skies above. While the owner of an adjacent theme park tries to profit from the uh, mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. Nope. Nope. Also, two siblings running a horse ranch in California. Not true. One sibling running it, the other sibling visiting. Yeah, you're not wrong there. There was an adjacent theme park that tried to profit off the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon, though. That did happen. Yes, it did. Nope. 2022 horror mystery and thriller, 2 hours 15 minutes. 82% on Rotten Tomatoes with a with 308 critic reviews. What are we looking at, audience? 69% audience score, which I actually kind of understand. Okay. Um, when we left the theater, there were obnoxious kids in our theater. And by kids, I mean teenagers, about 16, 17 years old. You know, I was thinking... We were definitely had our obnoxious times, but we were never like that. We I were, was never the theater fucking obnoxious piece of shit. And we weren't even that obnoxious. Like, we were more just kind of, like, goofing off with each other. Yeah. Like, a, a, a quote-unquote obnoxious memory of us I have is when we were in the jacuzzi. I don't know if you know this story. In the jacuzzi, late at night, like 1 a.m., our eyes are all red. There was, like, four of us because we were, you know, in the chlorine or whatever. We might have gone swimming that night. We went to Jack in the Box. We got some munchie meals, and it was the... All right, guy, or whatever. What did he say at Jack in the Box? Okay. Yep, it was that guy. <laughs> and I remember all of us were just, we couldn't order because we were busting up laughing because yeah. he kept saying, okay, to everything. Yeah. And our eyes were red as fuck. And, you know. He was having fun with that, too, though. He probably thought we were stoned out of our minds because yeah. we were at Jack in the Box getting munchie meals at like one in the morning. That's like 80% of his customer base <laughs> at that time. We were like, we totally fit all the billings. Like, if we got pulled over that night, you know, we would have had to take tests. And they'd be like, they would, the cops would be like, you're clean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but that's like the kind of obnoxious stuff. I mean, it's not even like we were being obnoxious to anyone. We were just laughing at the drive-thru guy. Yeah. So, yeah, these obnoxious kids. And just kind of guys in general. I feel like young adults our age, like their young 20s, they're like kind of – a lot of them are kind of gross. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about that today. Like how so? Like hygiene gross? Just like – no, like I don't know. Like not respecting women and oh. that kind of like – you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like – I mean, I, I, I listen to part of my take, but kind of like the barstool kind of. Gotcha. Yeah. Just not a fan of that. Yeah. Just be a good person, you know? Yeah, just don't be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. Don't be a fucking dick. Anyways, these kids were talking a lot during the movie and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the movie, they said something like, oh, am I going to rec- recommend that to a friend? Nope. And they're all like, ha, 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 ha. It was just stupid. Someone needs to swirly them. All that to come back to say I could see why I got a 69% because of that comment. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> that was the long-winded yeah. way of circling back to the movie review. That's why you listen within the lines. Um, Armin White, <laughs> can you guess what he gave this? Um, rotten. He gets yeah. rotten, yeah. No gay characters for him to bash because he's – even though I think there was someone that said – didn't Kiki Palmer's Kiki character Palmer. said yeah, something about gay. girlfriend? Yeah. Well, he didn't pick up on that. Got it. Because I read the review already. <laughs> um <laughs> That's your homework for every review is just reading his review. Yeah, this review, it was different from him. It was it was kind of just like, I don't even know. Okay. Like, one thing he brought up was, like, how the, the lead character's name was OJ. 
and it was like manipulating black culture or something like that. Okay. Um, oh, and he wasn't happy about the, the Bible quote and everything and, you know. Yeah. He wasn't? Well, no, because he didn't like do it justice or whatever. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, yeah, like. Like one one quote here is displaying Peel's interest in black hysteria and paranoia, so he's like trying trying to say like he's making black people more hysteria hysterical or whatever because like gotcha. the first two obviously I well I don't know about the second one but I know Get Out very much had like racial implications and racial yeah. you know, undertones and everything so I think that's kind of the path he's taking even though this one like not at all you know I mean I don't know yeah I I don't yeah I don't think so I mean the only thing is the Great great grandfather was first person in the thing, and, and like that was their family ties to that, and was you know a black person who didn't get credit for something. That was kind of it. Yeah. Everything else like it didn't really matter that, that I picked up on at least. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He just he's a weirdo. Armin White is. Um, now this movie's interesting. Ty, as I said, you know, scary. Not really that scary, but I thought it was going to be scary. Only one real jump scare in this, of course, yeah. spoilers, when the, the horse went through the, the windshield. Yeah. More suspenseful than everything. Not a real horse, PETA. Um, no. No no animals were harmed in the making of this in the, of this movie. Yeah. It, it's very, um, and this is something, I knew the Jaws thing going into it, but it's very Jawsy, very, like, you know, you don't really see the monster for most of the time. I mean, you see the ship, but you don't see the monster, you know, yeah. when it shifts and all. Kind of ridiculous, the form it took, honestly, at the end. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> not how you would have done it with your creative choice. <laughs> and it, it just, the, the movie as a whole is kind of like this old school summer blockbuster kind of deal. Like, you know, like, like I said, like jaws, like a lot of suspense, a lot of like big shots and, you know, like this, this alien theme, sci-fi, like you put this movie in the seventies and eighties, like it's fucking killing it. You know what I mean? That being said, it's a little like. It's slower than I think those typical types of films. And though. back then it was by necessity. I mean, the whole reason Jaws wasn't in most of the movie in Jaws is because they, the fucking robots sucked. Like, yeah. they couldn't get it to work half the time. And why other stuff happened, you know, like movies back then. So it's like, how does it level up? Now, I had this conversation with you before the podcast. It's like, Peel had a, an interview where he said, like, I made this movie for people to interpret in their own way. And there is, like, this underlying theme of, like, humans' desire to always look at spectacles and everything and like that you know or is that the right words not spectacle but there i think there was another word someone used in like the analysis i had to look up but like he he said it's like open for interpretation now how much credit do i give it when it's like open for interpretation but then i have to like kind of google afterwards like hey what what's all the underlying meaning of all this you know what i mean because there's got to be something there and i feel like that the people's interpretation of it is correct i just don't know how much credit to give that you know if you're making an intentionally vague thematic movie yeah I think a lot of it has to do with the execution of that. Um, yeah. I think I I think this was vague, but also fairly straightforward. Like once you see what was Yeah, yeah. He was going for with it. Like it's kind of vague, but once you kind of see it, it's like, okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Like it's people trying to profit off of this spectacle despite the fact that mm-hmm. it's putting them in harm's way and it's very much a look at me type thing, and you see uh, Steven Young's character where he was a child actor and then he goes through all this trauma with this spectacle and, and he's still profiting and off it blows of it. up and he talks about the SNL sketch about it a sketch about it despite the fact that it was something that fucked him up and yeah 
and then he still goes with this and tries to make money off of this and look this spectacle look at me and it still fucks him over yeah and i think that's kind of the entire point of the film is is that theme of people and the I, i saw someone like the jake paul thing of the doing or whatever the suicide forest shit logan paul yeah logan paul yeah where it was like the look at me shit despite the fact that it may not like you just don't think about it it's just a spectacle try and get as much attention as you can because yeah. people are addicted to attention yeah and that's the alien ship the whole thing if you look at it that's when you exactly yeah you you, you get sucked up and so everything. like while it's vague i also feel like it, it kind of isn't that vague. It kind of just like it's underlying yeah, yeah. But it's very much there and present throughout. I'll be honest, though. If I didn't look all this stuff up, I wouldn't have. Uh, yeah. And I'll be honest, like, because I was going in the movie thinking there'd be some sort of, like, racial commentary just from what I know about Get Out is, like, and, like, what I thought after the movie, and this is pretty, again, it's open for any interpretation, so no interpretation is stupid according to Jordan Peele. Fuck yeah. But I was, like, I thought, I was, like, oh, is the alien supposed to represent, like, police brutality? That's what I was going with. Oh. Like, you don't look at it. You're supposed to just turn away from it. And the second you address it for all these years, it fucking kills you. It eats you up. Mm-hmm. You know, the system eats you up, blah, blah, blah. Just conveniently, whenever it attacks, the body cam's turned off. <laughs> exactly. There we like, go. I know you're joking, but exactly. No, but, like, it does It does fit. And then when they finally get a picture of it at the end, that's when it explodes and it blows up and, you know, all this stuff. Um, that's, like, and again, I'm sure if I told Jordan Peele that, he'd be like, oh, that's a cool interpretation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Very chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> feel like he's just like, yeah, no, I... Kind of was going this direction, but that fucking fits it, too. <laughs> I feel like he's the kind of guy where, like, it, you could think of a cooler interpretation than him and just, like, blow his fucking mind. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, shit. Well, I think it's crazy that the dude who just did, like, was very, very successful. I would argue one of the best, like, short-lived... Sketch comedy. Yeah, sketch comedy shows out there. And now he's just like, let me make very, very serious films now. <laughs> and he's just fantastic at that, too. Keen Peeler, SNL. SNL obviously has like the run, episode per episode though. I'm getting I more like laughs Keen out of Peele more. I like Keen Peele. percent. I feel like SNL in person though. Probably like if fantastic. you did get to see it, yeah, yeah. it would be fucking great. Um, the Keen Peele. I mean, every episode it's you're a laughing. little different. SNL's a little bit more improv and everything, yeah. and you know Keen Peele's obviously scripted and they. But Keen Peele has so many fucking iconic, you know. And then Jordan Peele's doing this, and then Keegan Michael Key's just doing whatever he can get his hands on. <laughs> did the one Christmas. That one Christmas. Well, he just movie? does everything. Yeah, good, bad, or indifferent. Like he does everything, and um, I, I love him in all of it. <laughs> he, he I, I like Keegan Michael Key. Um, hot take: Why doesn't he ever cast Keegan Michael Key in anything? What's up with that? Keegan Michael Key very much not like a. He's got a like a. I'm a soft. I'm gonna make you laugh kind of face, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, not good in serious films. I feel like. That's fair. Also, not a very good serious actor. Can we get a Keegan Michael Key John Cena buddy cop movie? Speaking of buddy cop movies, I feel like Ty. I feel like they've been in a movie together. Next movie we see that's kind of like a buddy cop. We need to do a list of our top five dream buddy cop movie combos. That's a good list that's idea. A, Put that in the memory idea. bank. <laughs> what do we have coming up for movies? <laughs> does Bullet Train count as a buddy cop? <laughs> I don't think it does. But in a few weeks, oh, the Jamie Foxx movie. We got one that might just fit that bill. That's a good idea. We might have a draft coming up. That's a great idea. I'd be um, a real good time. <laughs> going back to the spectacle of it all, <laughs> I really like this one interpretation. And I, again, didn't think of this my own, but I, I think it's absolutely correct. So you have the shoe. You you, you picked up on the shoe, right? Yeah, I, I noticed it. I didn't. I'm, so I, I That went over my head. I, didn't I really like this theory because 
I noticed it. I didn't think of a meaning, but he has the shoe in the case, obviously. Yeah. And it, it the camera very intentionally kind of like stands, stays on it for a sec. Yeah. And then when the monkey attack is happening, which I will say is my favorite scene in the movie. Again, I don't like scary movies, but like I had chills. Like Incredible. when the monkey turns and looks at you in the camera. Incredible. It's just like, whoo. Yeah. Oh, and then they finally touch and he gets his fucking brains blown out. I guess that was almost like a jump scare, but you kind of knew it was right. happening because you could hear the cops and everything. Um, and then you see the shoe, though, in the background standing perfectly up. Speaking of Logan Paul, maybe this is why Logan Paul didn't like the movie. He had a, like a 10-tweet thread about how dumb the movie was. He didn't like it, all this stuff. Hmm. Which Logan Paul, I finally started respecting him for the first time in his life for his performance at WWE SummerSlam. Fucking incredible. And I might have to take the respect back. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so good. He fucking jumped he's, through a table. He's a fucking natural man. He One of the things, he was like, how does that shoe perfectly stand up? And people were like, well, you know, it's a once in a million. You know, uh, Deanna Kalu's character said, like, oh, what's something, what's a bad miracle or whatever? And that's a bad miracle, blah, 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 all this stuff. No, I don't think that shoe is actually standing up. And that's what I, this is the interpretation I had. is because that's, not I had, that I saw. That scene is shot through the little boy's eyes. Like, you're watching it. And the shoe is standing up, and that is how he remembers it, and that's why in the case it is standing up. Because in the moment, the only thing that didn't get him killed by the chimp is because he wasn't looking the chimp in the eyes. He was instead focusing on that shoe, what he thought was standing up. He was focusing on that spectacle instead of focusing on the spectacle of the monkey. And you think that's why the monkey chose to let him survive? Because he wasn't looking him in the eyes, and that goes to the, the overall theme of at that point in time, he was not looking at the spectacle. He was not giving into the spectacle. He was instead focusing on the shoe because, you know, you know, you're not supposed to look the monkey in the eyes. Yeah. And in his memory, the shoe was standing up. That's why it made him focus on it. In reality, it probably wasn't. Maybe, maybe not. But either way, I fucking love that. And that's probably why he has it, like, in case, like, as a check this shit out because he, like, that's the reason he survived. Yeah. That moment. I'd, I'd like to go back and rewatch it. I'm not going to go to the theater, but, like, frame by frame and see if there's another scene when it pans, if the shoe's like just on the floor and that would confirm the theory of the, the standing shoe being something he made up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that scene though. Incredible filmmaking. Well, they start with it. They start with the monkey fucking sitting there bloody looks at you and then it cuts to something else. No idea why. Yeah. And then it circles back to it. And like in the grand scheme of things, someone might watch it like, and if they don't understand the underlying theme, be like, what the fuck did, what, what was even the point of that? But when you tie it all together and you tie it with, you know, Steven's Steven, his yeah. character, like it makes sense. That's some fucking respect on his name. That's the voice actor for Invincible. Oh, really? Yeah. Never seen it. He so, wasn't Invincible in this movie. He did die. He was, in fact, killed. Now, my only question was, how come <laughs> he died that one time he was trying to give the horse? Was that his first time he made it into a show? Because he said he'd been feeding the horses like once a week at 6.13 p.m. When he did the show, and he was feeding the horse to the, they, he said he would let the horse go and it would run, and then the, the alien would suck it up. Okay, why didn't the alien kill him all those other times if he was looking at it? Why did it decide to kill him that time? I think the alien was, I think if you're a predator in in nature, the type of thing is like as long as no one knows you're there, you're chilling. But once they become aware of you and are actively trying to stop you and know that you're there, then it's less of a surprise and you're more out in the open and, and violent because they're now looking at you. But that's my question, though. If he was feeding it the horse the whole time, was that that had to have been his first time turning it into a show, right? Like where the audience was watching, right? Yeah, because he was like rehearsing his lines and shit for it right before that. Yeah, as well. True. That was his first time going out there. 
I think he was testing it and he knew what would happen, but he'd never like officially done it in front of people. And then as soon as he tried to profit off of it, he got fucking yoinked. Everyone got killed. <laughs> and then you have the filmmaker who was trying to catch the impossible shot. Yep. You know, again, got too greedy. To, yeah. Looking at him. Daniel Kalula, is he alive in the end or is he dead? A lot of people were like, is he alive? Is he dead? Is that her, is that her vision? Is that, again, it's an open interpretation. I don't really know. I don't know what it, what would mean more for the movie either way. I don't either. So I just don't have an answer. <laughs> also, what are your thoughts on that final shot where she gets the picture of the alien in like the well camera? Mm-hmm. Very much looks like a butterfly. <laughs> it doesn't even look like a... It looks like it could be a bug on the screen. And I feel like that's intentional. Even the very clear, very obvious shot is something that is shaped in a way that could be like, oh, that's not what that is. Yeah. Probably intentional by the filmmakers to make that such a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a a generic shot or whatever. I don't know. It was wild. Uh, Also, while we're here, um, Daniel Kalula? Kalula. Kalula, Whatever, yeah. I'm pretty sure I spelled it said Kalula earlier, but. So good. Really? See, I, I mean, I'll talk about just, it when we get to characters. I'll talk about it when we get to characters. Just in general. I agree with that statement, yes. In general, he's a very, very good actor, and I enjoy him. Because this was a very, very different role than like he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. He was the best part of that movie, and the other fucking guy won an Oscar, didn't he? No. No? Lakeith Maybe? Stanfield? I thought they were both nominated. Despite the fact that Lakeith was very much the lead, they Did were they both, both nominated supporting? for supporting. And there was no lead actor in there the movie. There was no lead. But I I think Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Kaluuya won. I think. I hope so, because he was very, very, very good in that movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's get into our, let's get into our scale here. All right, what'd you give for plot slash story, Ty? Plot slash story. Now, my, my one thing is, like, this is very intentionally slow. Yep. This is a slow burn. I like how it was structured with the, the Stephen Young character, I feel like was the most interesting mm-hmm. with everything going on. And I liked the parts where they brought him in and the flashbacks and the, the cut between him and, and the past and, and current day. I liked all of that. I liked the underlying message that was going throughout and everything. With that being said, like I, I wasn't blown away by the story. There wasn't really any like plot twists necessary. It was very linear mm-hmm. in the way that it, it you know, he becomes aware of it. They try and catch it. It reacts to that. Movie's over. Um, mm-hmm. I give it a 14. Okay. I. It's kind of point A to point B. There isn't really any plot twist. I thought we would see less of it, but it becomes very obvious and aware. Like, you see it fairly early on, and then it's just how are they going to get that on camera. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of takes away from some of the suspense. I mean, you learn the whole you can't look at it thing. Yeah. I gave it a 15. Um, okay, I gave it a little right bit more there. credit. I feel like the underlying thematic elements, I don't know if you necessarily put it in this category, but the whole theme and kind of messaging of the movie, I kind of included it in this category. Yeah. That's why I gave it a 15. Because you're right, it is a little slow. And like I said, it's kind of like an old school 80s blockbuster movie where like there's not a lot of plot. Like it's not an intricate plot, but it's like interesting, intricate thematically, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to go over your head. You know what I mean? Um I think the way this could have been higher is while I think the theme is cool. It's almost like I feel like th- th- this is better than um, it- it's different. The the don't look up, that one kind of hammered you over the head with it. But I feel like <laughs> the theme of like looking at spectacle and profiting off it that's really cool. But there there is more intricate 
societal things you could say and blah 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 where you can get a higher score thematically but yeah like you said it's kind of point a to point b no plot twist no none of that um the only plot twist is the monkey scene where you finally see what happened yeah it's kind of like the only surprise what the fuck well you knew he wasn't gonna die well yeah like i don't know because he obviously was alive still yeah i thought so going into this movie not going in but watching the movie i thought i had it all planned i thought i had it all figured out did you what the alien was going to be i I didn't know how it was going to have a thematic element but i thought that fucking um praying mantis i thought that was with the aliens i thought everything the aliens sucked up it was going to turn in like it could morph itself into like on the earth to fuck with them oh you thought it was like gonna come down like shape-shifting so i thought it like sucked up a praying mantis and then turned itself into a praying mantis to hide the camera so the camera didn't see it Gotcha. And then when they sucked up the the Jeremy character, Jeremy, I forgot his name already. Who? Steven, the Steven character. St- the monkey character. Well, that's that that's the actor's name. Yes, what's the act the the character's name? I don't have it pulled up in front the of me. Dude who fist bumps the monkey. Ricky. Ricky. I thought the biker at the end, the TMZ biker, I thought that was going to be Ricky. I thought he was going to pull off his helmet, it was going to be Ricky. They'd be like, "Ricky, how are you alive, Ricky?" And then it would have been the alien because he morphed into him and tricked him. Oh. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Team Z Biker, Biker, weird character. Yeah. I, uh, weird inclusion. Didn't love it. Yeah. Also, about the plot and story, I don't know how I feel about a balloon just destroying it. I mean, that wasn't just a balloon, Jay. That was that was pretty big. <laughs> they also already said that, like, the flags and everything, like, gunk it up. Yeah. So just a giant synthetic thing that he thinks is a really big snack. <laughs> I can see how that would fuck it up. It popped, blew up in him. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess. It was a uh, pollution. That was commentary on pollution. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He was the turtle with the uh with the six pack little plastic ring thing around mm-hmm. its neck. It's pretty sad. That's what the alien turned into. Visual cinematography tie. I gave this I gave this a 16. You told me it was all shot during the day. I didn't know that. Yep. Entirely shot at night. Did some blue scale and shadows and everything to make it I would have never known. Look like night. Some complaints. A little dark at times. Probably because they didn't shoot at actual nighttime. They had to make light time look at dark time. That makes light time look at dark time. Um, <laughs> that makes more sense now. Um, didn't like the end form of the alien. It looked ridiculous both in the design of it and just the C- the CGI didn't look fake, but it was just kind of like, it was a little bit too much for me. But the pros though, I mean, I like the music they used, even the, the sunglasses at night slowed down and using that. The thematic elements of building suspense, not the mat- cinematic elements of building suspense, both with just the small details. The yeah. scene where it's spitting out everything on the house and there's blood going down the wind, the walls and the windows and everything. That was cool. Um, and just there was some cinematography tricks, you know, like you have the the scene in the beginning of the movie where it, it shows the the black guy on the horse, the first ever, you know, actor, and it like slowly fades into it, you know. I don't know if you remember this, it's like almost a square. That same exact square was like the square of the alien when they got sucked in. Like they it was almost like the same cut. There was like yeah. stuff like that. And like the scene with the mon- the monkey scene was I thought fantastic in the in the POV, you know it's like way it was one shot. shot. One shot POV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I liked a lot of the things it did. I I didn't like some of it, so I gave it a sixteen. 
Exact same score. 16. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you. I agree. I think they could have done more uh, with the cinematography and everything. I, The Aliens final form, I I didn't love it, but it didn't bother me that much. Mm-hmm. I would agree that like I, I wouldn't have done that, Yeah. have it like float out and everything like it was. I thought it was more scary just being like a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was more intimidating than whatever it was yeah, yeah. floating around. Um, I, I do appreciate how it looked and everything with them shooting it at day and changing everything tonight. Cause it, I mean, I, I couldn't tell. And I thought it actually looked very well. And obviously the entire thing set during night and like in real life, you, you can't see shit outside, but this does a really good job of, yeah, yeah. I didn't have any issues with stuff being too dark. Yeah. Like you did, I guess like everything for me, it was nighttime, but it was very visible with how they were doing it. Um, I, I think it, it worked well for me. Okay. Looks good. Not great, but good. How about Fry's Electronics, Ty? You ever been to a Fry's? I haven't. They don't exist anymore. They went out of business. But there was one in Vegas we used to always go to when we would set up shows for sh- different shit. They're fully out of business? Yeah. What, uh, where'd they film this? LA. That was actually a real, a real Fry's location. I don't know how they, like, got it back, but. What? I didn't. Did I catch something or I missed something? Did this say, like, when this was set? So I thought at first it was going to be like early 2000s, but then they had like iPhones or something. And then we had a flip phone. He did. Yes. But then there was other people that had like an iPhone and they mentioned something about um, the Navy, the UFO footage, the Navy footage. That yeah, was released that was, like two years ago. Yeah. So recently. It, present day. Huh. But fries. Yeah. Each fries. And this fries is what led to the alien invasion. <laughs> fries still existing. The actual fries. Um. Each one, well, the one in Vegas didn't, so I don't know about each one, but they had different themes. So there was the one in L- in Burbank. The Burbank one was the one that had um, the UFOs. Um, there was one in industry that was themed on the Industrial Revolution, and there was, like, gears and stuff. There was, uh, I don't think all of them were themed, like I said, but there was different themed ones. Space Station-themed one. There was, like, a, a tomb-themed one, like a Luxor kind of theme, so. Fuck yeah. And now they're gone. Okay. R.I.P. Fries. Total random, uh, again, this is within the lines for you, going on a random rabbit hole. Did you know the Luxor, when it first opened, used to have a river canal inside? Like, that you you would ride the boat in, like, a river canal? Like, on that bottom floor? Like, on, like, the Venetian? Is it Venetian that does that? Kind of, yeah. But it was, like, supposed to be, like, an Egyptian canal thing you could ride, right? Because the Luxor also opened close to the same time as Excalibur, and maybe even Circus Circus, it was the the realtor, not realtors, but the the people in Vegas were trying to make more family friendly resorts. So that's why Excalibur is like the you know, the castle theme, and the, obviously Circus Circus. So that's what like Luxor's thing was. The catch was you had to fucking check in and ride the fucking river thing to the elevators, and it would cause backups of like hours plus, because people would have to wait for this fucking raft to come around so they could ride it to the elevators where was check-in because the elevators are like right next to the front i don't know i don't know how i guess fire code wasn't maybe it was only a certain set of elevators obviously i don't know how that goes with fire fucking code i was reading about it when we got back from vegas two months ago i was like blown away by it or maybe i was watching a youtube video something i was like wow that's like the fucking stupidest idea i've ever heard that's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you know they only use like 25 percent of the lights capacity at the top Really? Yeah, because you know how it's like, oh, it's visible from space. That's what they say. The Luxor light, mm-hmm, you can see mm-hmm. it from space. It's like it's they never have it running full power ever anymore. It's only been, happened like a couple of times. 
most of the time they just got the like the dimmer switch on low. Kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah. I want to beam a light into the sky. 24-7, 365. <laughs> Fuck power consumption. Well, I don't know. The power went out when we went there, so. That is an issue. <sighs> Next up. Key elements tie. I give this a 17. Look, it, it's got that old school summer blockbustery type of movie. It's got the Jaws influences, the Spielberg. It's that Spielbergy type War of the Worlds Jaws, like that kind of like big blockbuster. I don't know. It's it's just it's a different type of movie. You know, now we think of blockbusters like Marvel movies and stuff. Like before Marvel movies, there was a different brand of blockbuster, and this was kind of that. You, you say know blockbuster? I, mean? I think Top Gun, Maverick. <laughs> That's a blockbuster. <laughs> Um, so it has those themes. It's kind of an ode to shake, not Shakespeare, an ode to fucking <laughs> Spielberg. They even said the "we're here" line. I don't remember who said it, but I know someone did say it. that's from Poltergeist. Um, you could see the inspiration in this film, though, and I think he hit the points he wanted to hit. Now, I mean, again, maybe a little bit more thematically, just exploration, deeper meaning, whatever would have bumped it up. I gave it a seventeen at the end of the day. Didn't really laugh that much. I know some people laughed at some things. Didn't really find anything that funny. I laughed a few times. I gave it a 16, uh, one point lower okay. than you. I think this isn't a blockbuster in the way that those movies were. I think this is Jordan Peele's version of those films he grew up with. That's fair. I think those films obviously weighed very, you know, very heavily on the creation of this and the influences and how he wanted to handle this kind of film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he was trying to make that. I think it's a Jordan Peele movie just based on the vibes of the other two and people's how they talk about them and everything. Obviously we haven't seen them. This seems like this is his version of jaws yeah, uh, in a way to where it's not the exact same film, but it's more of a horror slow burn type thing. With that being said, again, I feel like we saw too much of the monster. It was too out in the open. Um, it, it, that's what the big reveal was supposed to be though. All the, the, the tentacles and everything. I feel like that was supposed to be like the jaws moment when you finally see it, you know? Yeah. But again, I think it's more intimidating. Not like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I, I think we saw too much of it. I really, really liked the flashback with the monkey and like that part and everything, mm-hmm. but I feel like there could have been more suspense and, and buildup with this. Um, I feel like we're very aware of what's going on and then it's more of just how do we handle that towards the yeah. end rather than what the fuck is happening. Um, I, I'm I'm a fan for a slow burn. Like, you wait till the very end to show me this. Power of the it. dog. Uh, <laughs> gross. I know you love that movie. What's um, a slow burn movie you love, Ty? Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, <sighs> Joker was that a slow burn? Northman. The that Batman? was pretty slow. The Batman's got a little bit of a slow burn. Batman's a little bit of a slow burn. Um, the best slow burn movies on IMDb. Let's see what they say. Number one, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Number two, The Revenant. You ever seen The Revenant? Haven't. What about three, seven? Haven't. Haven't either. That's one of Riley's favorite movies. Um, Keep number going. six, Jaws. Number five, Alien. Number four, Arrival. Number seven, No Country for Old Men. Number eight, Taxi Driver. Number nine, Memories of Murder. Stop me when you've seen one. Number 10, The Thin Red Line. Number 11, The Thing. Number 12, The Conversation. Number 13, Lost Highway. Number 14, The Sweet Hereafter. Number... Prisoners, number 16. I know for sure you've seen that one. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> number 17, Parasite. There you go. Love that film. There you go. Lo- honestly, one of my favorite films ever. Really? In terms of, like, I think that's the best movie I've ever watched. Really? Parasite? It was good. I just didn't see all the hype for it, but. No, I think, like, thematically and structurally and 
genuinely one of the best films, that, like best created films I've ever watched. Interesting. Easily top five. Interesting. I would give it an 80 plus score. I just didn't get the full plus? hype that everyone else got. It's like, you know how many times I've thought about Parasite since I've watched it? Zero. I think about it a lot. <laughs> Have you rewatched it? Once. <laughs> it's not a rewatch type film though. Yeah. It's just You just got to respect you what You can't it throw is. it on because you got to read the subtitles. It, again, yeah, it's very, like, full attention. Yeah. Characters, Ty. What did you give characters? Characters, I'm off my sheet. Characters, I gave a 15. Um, I think the Fry's Electronic character was not that necessary. didn't really like him. Um, he kind of became the main third. I like Steven Young's performance. I liked mm-hmm. Danny Kluas. And Kiki Palmer's fantastic. Um, I like her high energy being like the complete opposite of her brothers in this film. Yep. Uh, uh, there's kind of the yin and yang with, mm-hmm. with each of them and how they bounce off each other. I think they gave really good performances. Also, they're just, I, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of like character moment type things outside of, again, the flashback with the monkey where you see the kid scared there and that acting like that was pretty good out of the kid actor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like there wasn't moments, the camera dude. Michael Wincott, like he, he felt like, I I don't even know, like that was very intentionally a type of character he was trying to make to resemble someone, like a different type of character. I don't know who, but it didn't feel like a normally written character. It felt very much like a, uh, um, what do you call it? Almost like a reenactment, a ode to someone type thing. I get what you're saying. Um, I gave it a 15 as well, mostly driven by Kiki Palmer. I thought she did fantastic. I, I haven't Very really good. seen much Kiki Palmer, so I think I need to see more Kiki Palmer. Um, I thought she was the star of this movie. I really like Daniel Kaluuya. I think he did fine in his performance. I do feel like this character kind of just, because of the type of character it is, almost limits him a little bit, which that's fine. You're not going to win an Oscar for this yeah. type of character. I mean, Kiki Palmer's not going to win an Oscar either, but he still did a, a fine job, and I thought the chemistry between the two was there, and... Again, it was it was Kiki Palmer driven by me. Didn't really care for any. I, no, I I take that back. The Ricky character I, I did enjoy um, more so from a thematic standpoint. I didn't think the yeah. performance was bad, but yeah. more so from a thematic performance. Um, you know, and Kiki Palmer, she got me up yeah. to fifteen. You say you don't watch a lot of Kiki Palmer. This is the second week in a row with a Kiki Palmer film. Yeah, but that was voice acting, and I think it's the disrespect. Last week we didn't the do fucking disrespect. We didn't do that year last year. We did Gray Man last last week. Our thing's all fucked up. Our scale's all fucked up. Not our scale. Our Your schedule. schedule's fucked up. My schedule's right. Enjoyment, Ty. <laughs> at the end of the day, I was still a little spooked at this, so it's going to naturally get hurt oh, by this. Okay. But it didn't get the, the last night in Soho one. It got a solid 14. Bumped it up one. Based off the, the wording of my enjoyment scale, I have to bump it up one. 13, by my own definition, is too low. I gave it a 14 out of 20. What's the, what's the barrier there? What changed that? Um, it said, I looked it up earlier. I don't have it in front of me right now. It says 10 to 13 says, um, would not watch again. You know me. I don't like rewatching movies. Would not watch again, but caught my attention at points or something like that. 14 to 16 is, oh no, no. 10 to 13 is, (laughs) wouldn't be opposed to watching again. Caught my attention at points, whatever it was. Um, 14 to 16 said, would maybe watch again, would recommend to someone who hasn't seen it. And I would recommend this movie to a certain type of audience. So 14. Bump it up one, even though I was a little spooked. But I wasn't as 
after seeing the movie, it's not as scary, so I would rewatch it because like the suspense and stuff isn't doesn't play as bad, you know? Yeah, you just gotta look away at like two points and you're good. Yeah, exactly. What'd you give it? Also gave it a fourteen. Um I, I again not like maybe I would rewatch it, maybe not. Um but I, I did recommend it already. To I, who? I, uh people at work. I said it was a decent watch. It was a slow burn, kinda trippy what was going on. I, I recommended it, but said, like, didn't love it, but it's worth a watch. Didn't love it? I mean, you gave it pretty good scores. I gave it a pretty middle-of-the-road score once we come down to it. What was your your number? Sorry, I didn't hear that. 14. Oh, same number as me. Same as you, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I like what they did. I like parts of this film a lot. I just, as a whole, didn't love it, but I still respect what it was and had a good enough time watching it. I feel the same way, Ty. I feel the exact same way. My final score. You're probably two lower than me, I think. I gave it a 77 out of 100. I am exactly two lower than you, sitting at a 75, giving us a combined score, 76. 76 out of 100. That that goes in line um, with with the two scores. Um, it's slightly under the critics. It's slightly more than the audience. Mm, putting where, it. Yeah, where does it put us? The closest two are Free Guy at exactly a 76 and Project Power at a 75.5. I feel like that's a disservice because <laughs> it doesn't feel like it should be with those films. Um, but that's the, you know, you get points for being fun action shit, whereas this is a slow Not burn. the Gray Man. Um, what about the Gray Man? Point, that didn't get points for being a fun action flick. Fuck yeah. I did. just want to. More closely associated, The Devil, Devil all, the, all time. the Time. I was going to bring up Prisoners. Where is it compared to Prisoners? Prisoners. 77 and a half. So it's in that same ballpark. Yeah, that's fair. I gave the two movies the exact same score. Nope and Prisoners. <laughs> you really did. Yeah. Power of the Dog, another slow I, burn. So but. I said a slow burn and I like me a slow burn. I actually, I did give Prisoners a higher score than this <laughs> by three points. I don't know. I, that feels like a accurate movie, score. What was wrong with that movie is it was disappointing. We were told it was the better law-abiding citizen and it just wasn't. I think upon a rewatch, I think in another life where I don't know Law Abiding Citizen, I don't love that film. I enjoy Prisoners a lot more. <laughs> but I just know what Prisoners could have been. It could have been a fucking gory blood fest <laughs> of just nonstop fucking awesome action. <laughs> and it isn't. It's like actually a well-crafted Ooh. film. And like, that's kind of boring when you're expecting something else. Mad Max is another. I mean, it's not necessarily a slow burn. There's more action. We, we are really low on Mad Max compared to most people, though. I mean, we have Mad Max at 75 and a half, 69th. Yeah. That's really low compared to a lot of people. Dune, another slow burn. Yeah. 74 and a half. So if you're a, a well-made slow burner, you're in the mid-70s. I, I mean, know, look Northman, at... I gave an 84. Where does it come out? Consensus, though. 72.5? It's in the 70s. I gave that a 61. I gave that a very low score. Yeah. yeah. Pretty big difference there between us. Didn't really enjoy it. I think my enjoyment was like seven. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, Ty. What do we? Oh, yeah. What, what do we got next week? Sorry. Are Go you, ahead. What, what do we got next about? Week? Nothing. I was gonna mix up the order of things. I was gonna be wrong. What do we got next week? Bullet train. Bullet fucking train. Brad Pitt, maybe. Isn't there a, a big name actress in it as well that I'm just completely forgetting about? Um, let's find out. I don't know. It's got it's got Brad Pitt. I know that. Bad Bunny. He's a man, Jay. Sandra Bullock. Oh, another Sandra Bullock. The last Sandra Bullock bullet. Uh, Sandra Sandra Bullock <laughs> bullet train. Sandra Bullock Brad Pitt movie we saw was uh, The Lost City. Yeah. Where Brad Pitt was easily the best part of that movie and was in it for 
Seven minutes? Not enough. He's the main part of this one. That's encouraging. Aaron like Taylor it. Johnson's in it. Um, Craven the Hunter. Is this movie scary? Brian Tyree Henry. He's the, he's in Eternals. Nope. Is this a different person? It it doesn't have great audio. Does it or doesn't have great. He is um, fastest. Let's go. Critics. It has good audience. I'm hoping it's better than the Gray Man. I'm just hoping for it's not Gray Man 2.0. So excited for this. Did I get this right? Scorpion, I believe, from the new Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Is in this? Yeah, it's got 50, 55 critics, 85 audience. So, I This movie, I'm going to go in. I'm going to enjoy this movie. What I'm going to take away from this is I'm going to... This it, is a popcorn movie. This is If a, I were to bring notes, bring a notepad and take notes... I might. I'm going to be paying attention to Bad Bunny's performance to see uh, what to expect in the... Uh, El Mirto movie, the wrestling Spider-Man spinoff. That's there's a making? wrestling Spider-Man spinoff. You didn't movie? hear about that? No. Bad Bunny is starring in a. I think it's Bad L- Bunny's wrestled at WrestleMania like three times. He's a big wrestling guy. Is it the rest like? Um, El Muerto is the name of the film. He is a luchador, Spider-Man villain. He has appeared, I believe, in one single comic. Or like three comics, just the most random, obscure character possible with zero things to go off of. And they're making him like a Morbius type film starring Bad Bunny. What? January 12th, 2024. How have I not heard about this at all? Is he is El Muerto part of the Sinister Six? I think that's is that where, where this, they're dipping into. I think this is where it goes. Yeah. You know what? It's wrestling, though. It's Spider-Man. I... It's not Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man villains. Morbius is not a Spider-Man film. They got to get John Cena in this, right? Or just some sort of wrestler. They can't get The Rock. They can't really get Cena either, I guess, because Peacemaker. Yeah. I just like when wrestlers are in stuff, and preferably they do their wrestling move. Batista. Oh, I can't do Batista. <laughs> Marvel's. No, Marvel doesn't have them all. Well, that's Marvel. That's DC. This is Sony. We'll get CM Punk in it. Okay. He's got. CM Punk's yeah. active. Have you seen his movies? No. I haven't either. But... What about Triple H? Mm, he's a big boss now. Vince McMahon retired. Did you see that? Yeah, it did. Yeah, Triple H. Triple H is like the guy now. Money, money. I heard everyone's like, oh, my God, it's already, it's already so much better. I fucking. I, I need Triple H. Him. No, no, no. So same way I'm doing homework on Bad Bunny here to see if I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I need Triple H to appear in that movie so I can see if he's going to be a good casting as uh, God of War. Um, that's like a, he, No, that's a fan casted thing because he looks just like him with the shaved head. I, I love how Triple H went from like. Looking like Thor to looking like a different mythical, yeah, you know, antagonist, protagonist, whatever the correct word. He's is a fucking that. intimidating looking son of a bitch, though. I mean, he would, he does look like uh, what's his name? Kratos. Kratos. I was yeah. gonna say Kanos. I don't know. That's Thanos Kanos. and Kratos mixed together. Random Rotten Tomato movie score to wrap up the show. Ty, we watched the movie Nope, so of course I have to do a movie with the word yes in it. That is the movie. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes. Two thousand eight. Jim Carrey. He says yes to everything. Hour 44 minutes, 156 reviews. What does this have on our 63%. 46. Damn, really? Under 50? I thought it was going to be slightly above 50, but it's under. Nope. What's uh, what's audience score on that? 66. Have you ever seen that? A long time ago. I've seen it once. Is that the one where he sings Wonderwall to the guy who's about to jump out the window? I think so. Hmm. I don't think that's Bruce Almighty. It's not Bruce Almighty. So it, I think it's got to be this one. Wait, let me take a look. Why? Do, do you like saying... that scene? Yeah, it is. I'm see- I see the still right here. It is? Yeah. I've just seen that scene. I don't I don't know. I don't even know. It's not like I really like that or anything. I've just seen it before. I've never seen Yes Man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. 
but I've seen like just that clip from one of these movies, and it seemed like it would be this movie. Gotcha. I don't. I don't remember anything about it, so it's not memorable. Uh. Okay. That's all I got for you, Ty. Next week, Bullet Train, Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, lots of other people. Very exciting. Um, do we owe? Do we owe a movie? Let's get. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Forget the other movies. Fuck them. Bullet Train. Yep. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.